0: They say the oldest child is responsible, and I am. The middle child is rebellious and the youngest child has free reign. Of course, these stereotypes aren't always true, but they stem from somewhere. Today's Studio 5 parenting contributor, Heather Johnson, will help us understand these common beliefs around birth order. She's sharing how we can better parent according to birth order by knowing what each child really needs. I am really looking forward to this conversation. I added myself, oldest, where do you land? I'm oldest. Oldest too. Oldest too. Doesn't yep. surprise I'm me. I'm oldest. Yep. Okay, and I'm fascinated by this idea, this topic, because it does land right a lot. So you sure. know what I mean? It's sort of fascinating as you look at families to see how they
1: do slip in. Quickly define what is birth order? It's just simply the order in which your children are born in the, your the, family. The, yeah, yeah, just like that, and, and we feel that. I mean, even as you say that, I have to laugh in my head because this place that I hold in our family I remember, you know, both of my younger brothers being married with families and us showing up at a family event and me still feeling like Uh this was my role, like Uh that I needed to step into it. Or I mean, it manifests itself when I like was filling their plates with food and I was like, yes, grown man,
0: don't need to take care (laughs) of it anymore. I should pull out my phone.
1: My sister
0: chat thread is full of memes Mm -hmm. about because there's a big gap in our family, but oldest, youngest. Mm -hmm. It's full of these memes that we swap back and forth. We laugh about it. We joke Mm -hmm. about it. Is there truth
1: to it? Sure, there is. And these are character traits. So there's a couple things. We can even call them myths. We do want to make sure we talk about when it comes to birth order. The first one is this is not a medical condition (laughs) and it's not a diagnosis, a positive. (laughs) This is not a medical condition. These are common traits that we exhibit according to where we're born, the place that we land. But it isn't like a a diagnosis. A doctor doesn't say, because you're an oldest child, you then will be bossy, or feel like you have to be an example. It doesn't work that way. So we want to take that into consideration. There's some other myths, too, that where we're born actually is more powerful than other things, and it isn't. Gender actually plays a huge role in the traits that we exhibit, Okay. even bigger than our birth order can. How our parents raise us, right? A nature-nurture space, even a, a bigger role. So this is a big deal. I was
0: gonna bring up nature versus nurture. This
1: has to be a nurture correlation. Absolutely, Yeah. that absolutely plays a role, where we fall into this space, but according to how we're treated, and then on top of it, how we view things. That, that plays a huge role in what's going on here. Okay, So it isn't just, again, because this is where I fall or I'm a mid- middle child, I will always be forgotten. No, there are a million other things. And even our psychological birth order, which is referring to where I think I fall, meaning what I think my responsibilities are. So you could be a third child born, but if your two older siblings haven't necessarily taken an oldest child role, and you have, you might consider yourself an oldest child. So
0: psychologically you would step up.
1: Yes, and you would step up. We also want to acknowledge that not every family has this very traditional oldest, middle, youngest. Mm -hmm. And so when you take a blended family, for example, you could have someone who's an oldest child for 12 years and then their mother remarries and that man brings in a child older than them and Mm -hmm. now they're not the oldest, right? And so there's so many factors that play into this that we want to take into consideration. Okay,
0: acknowledged. You also want to point out and emphasize Mm -hmm. This is not a prescription. It isn't. You do not have to fulfill this role, and that acknowledges and nods to some of the negative traits that are associated with each of these birth
1: orders. Absolutely, because even as you know, we joke about it. I mean, we immediately go to what do we say about an oldest child? Well, they're bossy, right? We say that a middle is forgotten. We say that a youngest is entitled, entitled or spoiled. Those aren't. Did I answer really, that too quickly? No, that entitled. Be, yeah, <laughs> especially as an oldest. Love you, Sadie. No, <laughs> you answered that just right as okay. an oldest child, right? And so we we don't recognize. We want to take a step back, and we want to ask ourselves. If we were comfortable with the way we were raised Mm -hmm. when it came to our position in our family If you're an oldest child and you step back now raising children and you think man the pressure was too great Or my parents weren't aware of these things if you were a youngest and you were very entitled Are you okay with that? It's a really good place to start as parents to take a step back and say, am I comfortable with how things looked in the family that I was raised in when it came to birth order and what changes do I wanna make so that it could potentially be a little bit healthier? Okay. The other thing that's sometimes hard with this is we use it as justification or as an excuse. Mm. And I think it's important to give a nod to that. It kind of can be used a little bit like we used like a personality test where they're so great and it's so awesome to understand these character traits. But oftentimes, you know, if our personality test says we tend to be impatient, then when we're impatient, we go, "Oh well, yeah, that's just part of my personality." That's just who I am, right? Yeah. Instead of taking a step back and saying, "Okay, how do I make this thing that's not so great or that's right. not benefiting me a strength?" Right. And we do that with birth order as parents. We look and we say, "Well, she's bossy, or she feels like everything has to be perfect," and we go, "Well, she's an oldest child, so that's just fine." Instead of actually spending the time that that oldest child might need to help them not beat themselves up. So
0: it's not they get a pass. Right,
1: I need to look at
0: those gap points and try to show up as a parent and help there.
1: Absolutely, and that's the best thing we can do as parents, no matter where our children fall in birth order is let, to step back.
0: Let me throw out these birth orders, these mm-hmm. categories, and I would love you to punch home. Do you buy into this as a parenting coach? Do you use this in how you coach and counsel parents and families?
1: I go the other route where I want parents to look at their kids as individuals, individuals. regardless okay. of where they fall.
0: Okay, So for the, for the sake of this conversation, thanks yes. for playing along, <laughs> I'm gonna throw out a certain birth order and I would love you to punch home your best piece of advice for that child's parents. Mm-hmm. Okay, so oldest child, Parents of an oldest child, where could they show up or where do they need to show up that will help serve that child best?
1: They're gonna make sure that they give that child privileges. And what I mean by that is, and this also goes along with valuing them as is. Your oldest child, needs to have opportunities and privileges and be valued as is. Mm. So an oldest child finds himself in this position where they always feel torn. We tend to put responsibility on them if we're not careful. We tend to you know, have a new baby and say, can you go get me the diaper? Can you do this? Mm-hmm. Can you manage that? There's a lot of shoulds. Right? There's a lot of your brothers and sisters are looking up to you. Mm-hmm. Those are words. We say without understanding the repercussions that they potentially have on that child The
0: weight or the burden the
1: weight of it okay. So we want to look at them and we want to allow them to have privileges for example If they're all of our kids are supposed to go to bed and that oldest child right we want to let them stay up But the youngest says well, that's not fair. They should have to go to bed, too We tend to look at that oldest child and say, hey, will you just go to bed now too so that everyone will stop arguing. Keep everyone
0: in line, keep the peace.
1: Uh, Instead, give them the privilege. They're the oldest. Guess what, they are four years older. They can stay up an extra half hour. So give them those privileges and value them regardless of if they help, regardless of if they get good grades, regardless of if they're a good example or not. It's valuing them right where they stand when it comes to those oldest. Those poor picked on middle children.
0: We know you, we love you, we do. What can parents do to see
1: that child? So we are gonna help them be unique. Mm. We're gonna help facilitate an opportunity for that. Now a middle child is stuck in this place where they look above them and that's great, but they're not the oldest. Oldest tend to get uh, a lot of attention without asking for it, right? because yeah. you're the oldest, you get that The first, you
0: celebrate right? the first right. in big fashion.
1: A youngest gets the attention because they beg for it, <laughs> because they ask for <laughs> they it, because they're it. saying I have to have it. Yeah. Right? The middle then kind of slinks off to the side and hangs out and, and just kind of sits, unless we're really aware and we go get them. Okay. Go get that middle child and help them be unique. They will tend to pattern because they want attention, opposite of what that oldest does. If they're very responsible, it's why you can tend to see a middle be very rebellious. Oh, that's
0: interesting. That's why they swing right. the other way. Because either
1: way they're gonna, they need attention mm-hmm. and they want that attention.
0: Or the oldest being typically more obedient, aren't uh-huh. right. we? Yes. Aren't we though? The middle <laughs> child can swing a little more wild
1: right. is the word we right. throw around. Okay. Because they're looking for attention. So yeah. don't make them go find it. Don't make them act out to go get it. Help them be unique, help them find and recognize the things that make them so amazing that contribute to your family, so they're not raised or or growing up wondering, do I have a place here?
0: Do I belong here? 30 seconds, that baby, oh, that baby, that spoiled little baby, how can we parent them better?
1: Hold them responsible, Mm. for sure hold them responsible. Now, take this out of birth order, and and I do wanna, these character traits, they do tend to manifest themselves, unless we decide to fight against them. Right? And so when we have a youngest, it's really easy for that youngest to, I mean, we said it very quickly, get away with everything, do whatever they want. You know, the curfew that we had as an oldest now doesn't even exist. I mean, all of those things tend to be real in a family, unless we're really aware, so that we make sure they don't happen. So we want to hold that youngest accountable, not because they're the youngest, but because that's just good form as a parent.
0: I was going to say that does take, as as parents grow older and a little more tired, that does take that di- dig deep sort of parenting discipline myself, like I've got to show up for this kid and, and serve them in the same way or similar ways that I serve my other children, in my younger, more youthful years. <laughs> and
1: it is, there is energy, there is yeah. resources, there energy. are things that are different or depleted or that we have more of. Yeah. And sometimes we get to the youngest and we genuinely, re- genuinely realize that the things we did with an oldest don't matter. Sure. It's fine to let those ones go, right? But in those spaces where we look at them and realize that we're doing it because maybe we're tired yeah. or because the energy, we, we don't really want to put that in for a million reasons, we need to step back and say, wait, I need to hold them accountable Mm -hmm. because they need those skills and abilities when they're 20 and 40 and 60. They need them for their life.
0: I really enjoyed this conversation. You responsible, obedient oldest child. Cheers, (laughs) cheers to that. Thank you, Heather. Thanks so much to contact Heather for counseling. You can find her information on the Studio 5 website.